Welcome back to the Women's Empowerment Podcast. My name is Dolores Andrew, and this is where I share ways to help you step more fully into your potential and live your life on purpose. You will find more details of how I do this at my website, www.dolorisandrew.com. Hi there. Welcome back to this episode of the podcast where I'm talking about healing the wounded parts of ourself and doing so by sharing an example of a story. The main protagonist in my yet unpublished novel is an example of how we can become empowered by healing the wounded and disassociated parts of ourselves. It's also a good insight into how we can be leading our life feeling like we have it all under control until we actually, in fact, realize that we are the one that is being controlled and that we have no control at all. Something happens that might rock our life for us and the very foundation on which our beliefs are based upon get cracked open. It's in those kind of situations where we find out if our foundations are solid enough to support us and to support the stories that we tell ourselves about our life and all of the circumstances of it. If our foundations are not solid, no matter how many excuses we make or give to ourselves or the world, they will crumble and fall beneath us. The protagonist in my book, Mary, who we'll call for now, she used control and power as her default. She's fiercely independent and a perfectionist. However, when we use control, especially in our relationships, we're not in balance and we're certainly not in balanced relationships. We are in fact creating codependency and for codependencies to exist, there needs to be somebody else who is perceived as the weaker one and the more powerful one controls this perceived weaker one. Power dynamics play out in relationships all of the time. And this is relationships, whether they be with our spouse, our siblings, our parents, our boss, whoever. And this is why our relationships are our greatest teachers. My protagonist, Mary, in her perfectionism, was actually giving her power away to her father in order to gain his attention and his affection. He demanded from her that his standards be met. He said jump, and in order to please him, she jumped even higher each time. In one way, we can actually feel sorry for Mary because her wound is that she didn't feel good enough the way she was and so thought that she had to change herself in order to get her father's love. And in relation to her her being a perfectionist. Her sister didn't see her like that. Her sister saw her in a very different light. In fact, she saw her as someone that was aggressive and someone who would do anything to get her own way, regardless of whom she hurt. And this is how sometimes other people perceive the truth of the situation we're in. And we're in our own little bubble, thinking things are one way, until something like our foundations collapse. And in being fiercely independent, Mary 
in turn demanded everything in turn to be done her way throughout her life. She had, in fact, broken away from her femininity and instead adopted her father's more masculine approach to her life. In doing so, though, she also, as well as breaking away from her femininity, she broke away from her own personal power. It comes back to power time and time again. Being a perfectionist can often mean we are giving our power to somebody else's standards and allowing them raise the bar to a particular level. Now, of course, we don't always realise we're doing this. And there's never any shame or blame when we realise this. We act out at times from our perception of the way we view life. And at times, especially when we're young, we don't have the emotional fitness to realise what we're actually doing. And we do what we do in order to fit in or to feel like we belong. And there can be no blame on anyone for this. The hardest thing of all for Mary in my book, when she realises what she has done, is to actually admit to herself that she had allowed herself being controlled. She had such a different perception of her story. And as I said, it can often take an illness or another catalyst to make us see the truth of our lives. Similar themes can run through all of our stories when we separate from our own instinctual self, and that is whether we are a man or a woman. We might do this to gain acceptance, or we may think others will want us to do something one particular way, and so we do it. But when, even when we say the word to fit in, it means that we're actually contorting ourselves knocking a piece of ourselves away in order to be a particular way. Belonging is such a different energy. Of course, we don't always have to wait until something happens in order for us to change. We can start looking at the ways we disassociate from our personal power in order to open up a pathway of permission to be more ourselves in an authentic way and living our life in alignment with our values and our beliefs. Transformation starts with a willingness to look at our stories and look at our stories around our personal power. And we can do this by looking at our relationships. We can also uncover our belief system and ensure that we don't come from the energy of a limiting belief or that we're not living by someone else's set of values, which was the case for Mary in my book. The good news is we can always change and we can always take back the parts of ourselves we have disassociated from. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and if you have, please feel free to share with someone that you think may enjoy it. And if you want to find out more about the work I do, please feel free to visit my website, www.dolorisandrew.com. Thanks for being here.